Hey family, welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra. You are in a very special place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed on the show every single week. Speaking of every single week, we acknowledge Black Creatives entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women for doing what they do absolutely best and just black excellence in our world. This week's black business is Taste of Favor. Markel Goss is the founder of this delicious business. Taste of Favor is an Atlanta-based baking company that sells pound cakes that remind you of your grandmama. All right. They are available for shipping in the Atlanta area as well as domestic shipping. So if you live out of the state of Georgia, you can definitely put in an order for a cake. How wonderful is that? Um, If you love 7-Up cake, snickerdoodle cake, sweet pound cake, I mean, Oreo cake, whatever it is that you can put on a pound cake, Markel can hook it up. Taste of Favor is excited to bring flavorful, sweet tastes to your home. And it's the holiday season, folks. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Christmas is around the corner. That is what it means. So for more information and how to place an order and where to get these delicious treats, head on over to Instagram and follow and put your order in at taste of underscore favor. All right, Markel, we are so proud of you and what you are doing. Keep up the good work. And we are looking forward to growth in your business. So we have approximately about five more weeks left of 2020. And boy, it has been a year. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> It's just been such a challenging year. I can even think on um, the lightness of how different social media memes have made this outrageous year to be. I've seen this meme that says, I'm not buying a 2021 planner unless I get a trailer of what next year goes, is going to look like. And a lot of us are saying, you know what? Amen to that. Um, or even the one that has like December 31st, 2020. And then as soon as the clock strikes from 11:59 to 12 AM, it's December 20. I mean, 32nd or something like that. I mean, how long is this pandemic going to happen? How long are we going to be in this situation? That is the question. Um, But definitely this year has been one that we have never seen in our lifetime. The last pandemic that hit the world was a little over 100 years ago. And so this is has been a very complicated situation, a very complicated year. And we don't know what's next. We don't know what's around the corner. Um, but even in those difficult times, these difficult times, we still have something to thank God for. We truly do. Now, I know I'm getting a little pushback. I feel it in the spirit. <laughs> someone is saying Kendra okay that's nice for you to be optimistic but I lost my job this year you know I lost a loved one this year the government is playing with my stimulus check where 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 can I thank God in this situation I don't have a thank you Lord in me to say and I absolutely and totally get where you're coming from. And I don't doubt that this year has been cruel to many of us, but I want us to know that 
we're not alone. You are not alone. You're not in this by yourself. There are so many people that have similar stories to you. So you're not alone. And speaking of, I want to share a testimony of survival. Some of you may know, some of you may not be familiar with. Um, This testimony is a testimony of a person in the Bible by the name of Job. Um, So we're going to get into the word of God. And if you have your Bibles, if you have your Bible app, get your phone out, get to scrolling, whatever you have. And um, before we start, I definitely want to go into a word of prayer. Um, So with all minds clear, Father God, I just thank you so much for this day. I thank you for giving us life, regardless of the heaviness, the sadness, the grief. God, I'm praying right now that you speak to us, that you open our hearts and our minds to understand what the word of God says about struggle and about grief and about what it means and how we react to it. God, I pray that the testimony of Job inspires someone today and not just inspiration for the time being as they're listening to it but I pray that there is a fire of inspiration in them God I pray that you be glorified that you be magnified in Jesus name amen all right so let's get into the word of God so for those who don't know the testimony and the life story of Job Job was a man um, in the Bible and he was described as a blameless man. He was a man of integrity, of honor. He was upright. He was just, he was righteous. He was a good dude, basically. Had a huge family, had a lot of children, a wife. He was wealthy. I'm not even talking about like, you know, six figures. I'm talking about he lived a fat life. Um, He had the Bible recorded in the book of Job, that he had over 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels. Imagine how much land (laughs) you have to own to house that much livestock. Like Tyler Perry, the Kardashians have nothing on him when it comes to land and wealth. And, and I mean, he was, he was loaded. Okay. So you have a, a, a man that is blameless, that is wealthy, but most importantly, he honored the Lord and he feared the Lord. So, I mean, Job had it made. What a great life, right? Um, but little did he know that his life was going to change and change in a challenging direction, I'll say. So in the book of Job, chapter one, verse six through 12. Now, Satan is in conversation with the Lord and Satan is looking back and forth of who he can devour, who, you know, whose life he can ruin. And the Lord recommended Job. The Lord said, Satan, have you considered my servant Job? You trying to find somebody to ruin, you know, their life and and to test them. Have you considered my servant Job? And and Satan is like, you know what, God, Job, Job is different. Okay. You have blessed Job. You have found favor with Job. There is no reason why he would turn his back on you 
absolutely no reason. So no, I'm not, I'm not even really messing with Job. But God gave permission for Satan to test Job. As long as he did not touch his life. So God has given permission to Satan to test Job in his faith. And what, what's, what's mind blowing to me about that is that the devil has to have permission in order to test you. What does that even mean? The devil just can't be going around here, you know, cutting up. He himself even has to answer and ask permission of the Lord. That is how powerful our God is, that the devil just can't really be doing what he wants to do because of the covering that he has over you, over your children, over your family. That right there is enough to praise God. But I'm not going to get too far out in that. Let's continue this story. So, God gives Satan permission to test him and it begins. It begins. One day, Job's servant comes to him and reports that the Sabins, this is a, a tribe of people, have came to Job's land and stole his animals and killed the farm workers. That's a shock, right? The second servant came and and said that there was a massive fire that killed all of the sheep and the shepherds. Okay, wait. So all his sheep are, sheep is gone. All of the cattle is gone. But wait, the th- a third servant came to Job and said, that another group of people came and stole his camels and killed his servants. Now, within a day, Job lost his livestock and his livestock was his money. So imagine how much wool and how much, you know, money he was making off of this livestock. All of it's gone. One after another after another. But it doesn't end here. Another servant came and told Job some more bad news. That in his house, his children were feasting, they were eating, they were just hanging out and chilling. And a wind came, a windstorm came and collapsed the house. And all of his children died in the accident. So you mean to tell me that Job's money is gone? Not only his money, but his children were killed in an accident. All of them. That is something so hard to swallow. You go from the wealthiest man to having nothing. You go to having, you know, a generation of children that came from you to having all of them slain in an, in a windstorm. Job lost a lot that day, but how did he respond? And this was this, he lost all of the, all of these things in the first chapter. And there's about 
40 some odd chapters to go throughout the book of Job. But what was his response to him losing his livestock, his money, and his children just within the first chapter? He worshiped. What? Yes. Job worshiped God. In chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, it reads, Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped and said, Naked I came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return hither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Bless the name of the Lord. How many of us can honestly say all of my accounts are wiped clean? My children, my, my family, my, my, everyone in my immediate family, people that are living in my house, all of them dead in one day's time. How many of us would choose and push ourselves to worship God? That is hard. That is such a hard and heavy and complicated situation to be in when you suffered loss on so many levels, but you still choose to worship the Lord. His wealth was taken. His children was taken. And if you read later on in this book, his physical health was taken, but not his life. When the Lord allowed the devil to test and to tempt Job, There was one thing that he could not touch, and that was his life. I want you all to remember that there is gratitude in grief. Raise your hand if you have money in your pocket, wherever you are. You might be, you know, out at the store or in your house or somebody looking at you strange. That's all right. But I want you to lift your hand if you have money in your account or in your pocket. Lift your hand if you have a reasonable amount of health in your body. I'm not I'm not talking about, you know, I, I got a bad knee. I'm talking about you you're able to wake up in the morning fine in your body. I want you to raise your hand if last night you went to sleep and everyone in your house was okay and you woke up the next morning and they're still okay, that they're still here, that you didn't suffer any loss. Some people have suffered these loss, but if you're able to have raised your hand even one time of the things that I mentioned, there is gratitude in your grief. I'm reminded of a quote that says, as long as you wake up in the morning, That's a sign that God is not through with you yet. You may be going through it. This may be a very difficult time. But you made it to this moment. You made it to this moment. You got your AirPods in. You're playing this podcast. Be in the moment right now. God saw fit. Regardless of all the different tests and tempting and life's challenges and windstorms and things being taken from you and people leaving you, 
You are here in this moment. That is enough to thank God. You could be anywhere else. But that is enough for us to thank God. And if you're wondering what happened to Job, I encourage you to read the rest of his life story. It is it is quite inspiring to know how long he suffered. And he's and the Bible doesn't specify um, if it was one year, if it was two years, but imagine losing everything, money, family, your health, your friends. Even his wife said, why are you still believing in God and trusting in God? All these bad things are happening to you. You might as well just curse God and die. And that is what she said. Things were not looking good for Job. But if you wonder what happened to him, this is going to be a spoiler alert. God restored him in double portion. So what does that mean? So um, let me go and see how much, how many cattle and sheep and camels he had. So when Job started, he had 7,000 sheep. God restored him with 14,000 sheep. When Job started, he had 3,000 camels. God blessed him with 6,000 camels. Everything that Job lost, God gave him double. I couldn't even imagine what Job's emotions were like after having so much favor for so many years, losing everything, still trusting and honoring God in the process. And because he honored him, God gave him double and allowed Job an an additional 140 years to see the blessings of the Lord, an additional 140 years of life to see his children grow up and their children's children grow up and their children's children's children grow up. God blessed him double because he found gratitude in his grief and all that he lost. He never dishonored God, but he continued to honor God. And the fact that he, he knew that everything was taken from him. He said, naked in this world, I came and naked shall I leave. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you lost something this year, I want you to remember that there is something that you can find to honor God. And even in your loss, I want you to believe that God can restore you. Even in the difficult times, I want to remind every single one of you that there is gratitude in grief. All right, with all hearts clear, let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We give you honor and glory. You have been so good to us, even in our sadness and our griefs, losing loved ones, losing jobs, losing material things. God, you are our healer. You are our comfort. You are our way maker and you are everything to us. God, even when we can't see 
places to find gratitude in our grief. God, I pray that you help us and remind us where we can give thanks, where we can give honor and glory. God, I pray for those people that have heavy hearts. God, I pray that you be the lifter of their head, that you dry every tear, and that you allow us to see from a different perspective. God, I ask you to be glorified and honored in this moment. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everyone, that is the word on the street for this week. If you have any questions or topics of discussion, if you want to engage in conversation with me, head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra and you can send in an audio file. You can write something in. I would love to hear what you have to say. If you want to keep up with your girl, Go to Instagram and you can follow me at underscore create with Kendra. I would love to engage with you all even through that. So everyone have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Look at me in my eye. If y'all watching this video, look at me in my eye. Stay safe. Okay. Enjoy what you can, even though we're limited in this time. There is still gratitude and grief. God bless.